Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the September 2nd episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's your Friday, Labor Day weekend edition of the podcast, the big show. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast by hitting that subscribe button. Check out umyasports.com. It's a great place to go to get your sports news and information, and we'd love to hear from you. Check us out on Twitter at umyasports. John, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's Friday, so I'm doing pretty spectacular. It's a long weekend coming up, and we, we like our long weekends here, don't we? Yeah. We do, mm-hmm. especially when you've got football. So college football, that all kind of you know, kicked off last weekend a little bit, but we started getting some games uh, Thursday night. And uh, Saturday, we've got a couple of like actual good premier matchups. So that's pretty exciting, and uh, we have to just kind of cool our heels and wait for the NFL. But uh, MLB is heading toward the, uh, heading toward the playoffs here, um, and uh, there's some fun action going on uh, in the wild card uh, at least uh, we're we're paying close attention to the AL wild card situation with both Tampa and Seattle uh, in the mix. There, I'm a Tampa guy, John Seattle guy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that how that plays out. Uh, and uh, we're probably going to have a playoff game between the two teams, right? Possibly depends yeah. on where they seed. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, some other really exciting news that came out today is that college football is going to be moving to a twelve game playoff is that right or 12 team 12 team 12 12 team team playoff um from the four team playoff system that we have now this will kick off in 2026 and hopefully pave the way for continued expansion of the playoff system until we get you know something like 32 or 64 teams (laughs) in the mix and we actually have a full-on real playoff system right yeah i think i think it was unanimous uh the decision so everyone wanted it everyone wants it to be bigger than four uh, the problem will remain who will be the top people. I think it's still going to be the same top teams. Well, now there'll um, be more of them, though. There'll be a lot more of them, but will they will it be any more competitive with more? Ah, for sure. I You're going to get more good teams in the mix. You're gonna. It's going to be interesting. It'd be more fun to be able to see way more because it feels like right now the playoffs just come and then they end just yeah. like right away. Well, yeah, because only a couple games then it's done. Yeah, uh, and usually it's Alabama winning one and then some other SEC team. Who's going to play? Who's going to play Alabama in the national title game? And then usually Alabama wins. Yeah, except last year yeah. where Georgia upset us. Yeah, it can happen. But uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Yes, uh, as far as very long time coming. As far as you this have is no concerned. idea, you but, have no uh, idea, my young friend. I think also. Um, I was hoping they would do this, but I think 12 is a good way to start, get it small, and then grow it. Yeah. Um, well, hey, we go got to 12 from four. So maybe Unfortunately, we'll get... they have to wait till 2026, though. So you have See, like... the next stop is, what, 36? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Okay, so uh, OBJ, he's still teamless. Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but there is some... I was out there on the umyasports.com website, which is a great place to go get news and information. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it looks like the Bills are ready to uh, potentially bring him in for what? Evaluation? See? Well, uh, basically, the GM basically said that if Von Miller wants to bring him in, he trusts Von Miller That's and right. wants they to were bring both, people uh, in. Teammates back there in LA. That, win, uh, that like to win and win. So yeah. I, I think it's probably likely that he lands somewhere. Uh, 
he lands somewhere, obviously. But I think I think the Bills are a good option for him. The Bills, if they get OBJ, are probably Super Bowl at bust at that point because they are pretty stacked at quarterback, stacked at running back. Then you add Stephon Diggs and OBJ into a wide receiver core, and then defensively you got what they've got there. And then you kind of have to wonder, like, and now Kansas City is a little bit worse without Tyree Kill. And that was a team that's really been wrecking havoc on them. And other than that, they've been able to blow by teams pretty efficiently. So you add him to the list, then you are you can definitely look at him and say, I think they'll make it back to the play, uh, the Super Bowl. But even without OBJ, I think they'll be perfectly fine off. But I think there's a lot of teams throughout the league that could use OBJ services, whether that's uh, whether that's the Rams, whether that's... I mean, even Seattle could use him. I don't know if that's a question. I mean, I feel like every team could use him, but the teams that he would go to would have to be maybe the Ravens, the Bills, or the Rams. I don't I don't think the Packers... I think the Packers blew, blew that opportunity to have him uh, after giving him a low ball offer, and then the Rams got him, and he won the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, but I also think the drive is also to play with Von Miller again, and right now I think the reason he's not signed... It's just because of his ACL injury that he's, I think his ACL injury that he had uh, during the Super Bowl last season and wasn't able to play. So that's the thing. That's why he's just kind of been sitting in the open market. But I imagine there's some conversations being had. I, I, he's been getting on social media, tweeting with, or I think he's on Instagram, but talking to Von Miller through there and talking about, you know, let's do this again, run it back, everything like that. So it kind of feels that way. And now since the GM is also talking about it, it kind of feels like things are moving in the right direction as far as a reunitement of Von Miller and OBJ and a very good stacked Bills team and a Rams team that will lose OBJ, but they've already kind of done enough to fill that void, void it back up again with Allen Robinson. So I think if he ends up going somewhere, the Bills seem like the front runner to get him. And I'm hoping it will happen before the season begins, which is not all that far away. Uh, only six days yep. till the first game. But if that happens, then the Rams and the Bills will play each other game one and it will be a um, homecoming for uh, both of those guys. So yep. it'll be add a little bit more fuel to the fire. Okay. Uh, let's stay in the NFL for just a minute more here. Uh, Russell Wilson had a big thing happen uh, yesterday, signed a five-year extension uh, worth $244 million, according to ESPN sources, $165 million guaranteed. So over the next seven years, Russ is going to make just shy of 300 million cool ones. And, uh, probably retire a bronco um but we'll see uh interesting though to see his contract not go fully guaranteed as that has been the trend for quarterbacks here lately has it not yeah everyone wants to see the fully guaranteed that's what lamar jackson's pushing for but at this point given russ didn't get that is lamar gonna get that well lamar at this point i think is getting frustrated uh Mm -hmm. even if he doesn't get a fully fully guaranteed or whatever the fact that they haven't signed a contract and russell wilson and kyler murray and aaron Rodgers have all signed theirs and he's still trying to get his but as far as russell wilson is concerned i mean russell wilson hasn't even played a snap of football for the denver broncos and they're already investing like 200 million guaranteed i think um but a great deal of money guaranteed for for a contract for a play that hasn't even played and you're banking everything off the time he had in seattle now i think russell's gonna have a great career uh with or a great time with the Denver Broncos. I don't know how long that will that will last um, or how far they can get into the playoffs or anything like that. I think they're a good team. I think they're, with Russell Wilson, our playoff contending team. But it's just making this deal that Russell Wilson signed is just making the quarterback market even hotter, which could make um, 
Lamar Jackson get even more money in his contract or if he goes somewhere else. I don't really know what's going to happen there because he said his cutoff is the start of the season, so that's like nine days away. So it would be interesting to see where he falls on that spectrum. But this is going to push that in, in a very different direction. But as far as Russell Wilson is concerned, the Denver Broncos have a ton of confidence and his ability to get him to a Super Bowl or deep in the playoffs. That's what the contract echoes. And get him. Yeah. And because he has already had two years left on his deal, he's there for seven yeah, years that's a long now. Time. That's a so long I kind of feels like that's probably the end after that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to try to bounce to another team or uh, or play, you know, for twenty seasons or anything like that. I think at that point he'd just be kind of. I think he said he wants to play into his forties, though. So I mean, maybe. Well, that that's also what every quarterback says before sure. they get. Either a sacked a lot <laughs> sure. or injured or sure. something else happens. Yeah, everyone says they want to play until they, you know, try to be the oldest or whatever the case may be, and then yeah, lo and behold, something happens. They're like, okay, time to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Keep all the money I just made and invest it elsewhere. Yep, yep. Okay, so let's uh, let's go leave the NFL behind and let's jump over to the uh, the NBA. I know it's off season, uh, but there's a lot of action happening. Uh, particularly around the Jazz. So let's talk about the Jazz for just a few moments here. So Donovan Mitchell is now a Cleveland Cavalier, and Cleveland gave up a lot to get him, it would seem. Yeah, they gave up a decent amount. Uh, so I, the Jazz have 15 first-round picks over the next seven years. Yeah. That's insane. It's ridiculous. That's insane. That's and, they're a, not, and they're not even done yet because they're still looking to move some of the other guys. We'll see. So the Cavs gave up Colin Sexton, uh, Markinen, and don't know how to pronounce that. And then three first round picks and two pick swaps. So I don't know if those are first round or second round picks, but they're pick swaps. So that puts them over 15. And then as we'll touch on in a second, they're trying to trade. There's movement that Russell Westbrook could also go to the jazz for Mike Conley for another first round pick. So they could get, you know, 16 by the start of time, right? The season begins. Now the move with Donovan Mitchell though, he goes to a Cavaliers team that is very stacked as is, uh, very well-rounded, can play really well. And I think my initial thought of the trade was, okay, they'll get into the play-in tournament, which they have been able to do. Maybe they'll win that, and then they'll get eliminated in the playoffs the first round. They probably won't be able to make it that far. But then my second thought was, this team isn't a bad team. They got tons of good centers. They've got good perimeter shooting. I've liked this team in the past. I think they've got good success. And then you throw Donovan Mitchell in there who can definitely win basketball games and can definitely get you deep in the playoffs and have good offense and has made himself a good player. So then my thought turns into, okay, maybe they can make a strong case for themselves to make a little bit of a push in the playoffs. Now, is it final already? No. But is it first, second round elimination? Probably. I don't think they move past the second round or, or whatever right now. Until we see him play, I don't think you can make that prediction. But when you add Donovan Mitchell onto your squad and you don't give up any of your core fundamental pieces that you really want to keep, and you're able to keep a vast majority of them and you're only giving up... I mean, Sexton's a good player, no doubt about it. But all the other guys they're able to keep uh, are definitely guys that are going to be able to get you deep into the playoffs and, and win a lot of basketball games. And I think it might have been the best scenario for where Donovan Mitchell could have gone. He went to the Knicks. The Knicks are not a good situation. They're paying a ton of money to players that are not all-star players or players that you would say, okay, those players are going to be the players that are going to win us championship or even go deep into the playoffs with them. I don't see them being, these guys being that particular set of guys. I think they, they're they going to have to kind of work through it. 
But with, with Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavaliers, which is probably the best market that he could have gone to, besides maybe the Heat, but the Heat apparently never made an offer, uh, and everyone thought that they were kind of a front runner for him as well, but never really made an offer, so he just kind of lands in, 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 in Ohio. So I think at this point, it's a great move for both those squads, getting the Jazz to have all those pieces uh, and being able to have the opportunity to, to just invest in, I mean, 15 first-round picks in the next seven years is a ton of first-round picks. And you can pretty much take your pick of whoever you want, trade back, trade players. It doesn't really matter. It's clear that they're in the middle of a rebuild now. They're not really trying to keep any of their veteran yeah, players. Sure. Yeah. They're just moving straight on from from any sort yeah, of well, resemblance of yeah. any of the team that they've had. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch them build that thing up, and hopefully they've they've got somebody in the uh, front office there that knows how to draft players. <laughs> that's that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. Yeah, we have some college football to watch. Yeah, tonight and then on Saturday we get so it's top twenty five teams. Yeah, it's Ohio State is playing who? Oregon, I believe. Or no, uh, wait, nope, look. nope, nope, nope. Oregon is playing uh, Utah, right? No, Utah's playing Florida. We're all off. over the place. Yeah, Oregon is uh, playing Georgia, which is a good matchup. That's two top twenty-five teams, and then Arizona. Ohio State is playing. Come on, it's Ohio State, Notre Dame. Ohio State, Notre Dame, and those are two top ten teams. Yeah, they're very. What are they uh, ranked? Number two for okay. Ohio State. Yeah. Number five, Notre Dame. There you go. And Alabama's playing Utah State. Yeah, that's nothing. So that should be a they're loss like for Alabama. Forty point favorites or something. <laughs> that should shouldn't be a problem. But I'm glad to see some top. 10 top 25 teams playing yeah. each other for the first time this season. That's right. Let's do it. Awesome. Cool. All right, listeners, thank you for, for riding along. Please do subscribe. Check out the website. Check us out on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day. God bless. See you. See you.